Welcome back to the Barrel Project, episode 109 with 2023 Lancaster Archer Classic champion Matt Hudson. Matt's had some big changes for 2024. He's now shooting for Team Hoyt. It's been a big adjustment, but it's been an amazing adjustment for him. He's excited to bring that to um, to the 2024 competition stage. Um, what else we got going on this month or finishing up this month? Registration for the Lancaster Archery Classic is closing. Get registered. Special thanks to all of our sponsors, Hoyt, Jaeger, the Bow Band. Don't forget the Bow Band giveaway. XS Wings giveaway on Patreon right now for the month of January. And the Yoast uh, Archery Products giveaway coming up. We have officially launched the Barebow Shooter School. What is it? Barebow Shooter School is a complete accumulation of everything Barebow Project content and exclusive content all bundled into an organized educational online format. Um, all Patreon members of the state champ or higher subscriptions have unlimited access. Check that out. Join Patreon. It's simple, easy, and worth Ta-da. it. I'm almost there. There it is. Oh, we got six people. Matt, you bring more people, viewers, than, than Demer does now. I just wanted you to know that. All six of them? All six of them. Well, 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 I take it back. We just dropped down to five, so I ah. guess not. I guess not. If <laughs> if if anybody hasn't figured it out, um, it's an ongoing joke. And not that we care. Hold on, I gotta press this. Figured it out. Get that back feed. Um, and not that we care. Hold oh, on, there it is. There we go. Try to follow these comments. Um, we we joke around about the. Uh, the viewers and i i don't want you to get twisted i i don't care about the viewer <laughs> like i don't care how many people log in it's not listen it's not it's not a high production show it never has been i've never claimed to be a really good podcaster i'm an archery coach with a podcast and it's not amazing <laughs> i'm not what's not this isn't the push people this isn't the push um but we love matt zernzak and all the hard work that he does um so I wanted to, and Matt and I chat uh, often enough, and I wanted to follow up with Mr. Matt Hudson because he's coming into the classic with a uh, different experience. You know, he's he's had a he's had a year to kind of soak everything in, and has had some changes, and we're going to talk about those changes. And just want to see, you know, how does someone go from? Don't take this the wrong way, way, my friend. A sort of off the radar shooter yeah good shooter we knew that but off the radar shooter come in win the biggest barebow tournament of of the year and then you know talk about we're going to talk about like where it goes after that because i don't think people really like things get weird some people it gets weird for they get a lot of attention and things change they make hard decisions with equipment and stuff like that come up so so let's talk about you won the 2023 Lancaster Archery Classic Barebow. You had that big old Kubota shirt on and everybody made such a big deal about, which we we talked about often afterwards. Um, what kind of things have changed with you coming from 2023 now going into your second ever Classic as the reigning champion? Where are we at right now, Matt? 
Man, probably the biggest thing that's changed is just what I'm shooting. Um, other than that, I feel like everything is pretty well stayed the same. I tried to, <clears throat> after Lancaster, I tried to mess around with some form stuff and to move anchors around and stuff like that. And it just, and I give it a pretty good go and um, just didn't quite work out how I wanted it to. So everything is pretty much just held steady other than, other than the bow and everything. So what, where, I guess I'll, everybody knows or has seen you shooting or saw some of our posts where I tag you. You've come over, you joined the Hoyt um, pro staff. You've been brought on board by Mr. Doug Denton. Um, so what does the equipment that you're shooting right now, and you can name it all, that you're running right now going into indoor season? Um, the Hoyt XD with the Axia foam limbs. Uh, I'm shooting 34-pound limbs. And they're longs. See a biter plunger, a free flight. I think it's a free flight elite. Yeah. Um, a, yeah. Yeah. Same one that I shot last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, that Hoyt weight. And I, I think that's, I think that's about it. Do you have the the Hoyt grip on it? Do you have a different grip? No. So I've struggled with that a lot actually. So that's changed for sure. So um, on that CD, the where the grip bolted on was real square and it was it was actually really easy to just find the same spot every time with it mm-hmm. and for whatever reason a low grip has just worked out better for me mm-hmm. i don't know if it's from shooting a longbow or or really what Good but uh so i tried i tried that new the new white medium grip mm-hmm. um and i shot it okay but I've, I've ended up settling on i've got an extra low or compound like low r core Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems to be working pretty well, but I still think about not having a grip. <laughs> but the back of the Hoyt riser is real rounded, yeah. so it doesn't work out quite as well. So I'll get that sorted. I mean, it's yeah. it's a pretty huge thing, though. I found out, you know, that's probably one of my biggest struggles, um, for sure right now. Uh, like uh, just keeping a consistent grip. Are you yeah. seeing what? what results like what happens when you know that your grip might have been just off or you had different different tension or torque into it what what is it that you see that happens so i don't get like a lot of left and right um issues but what i do see is even with the extra low grip um like all i tend to heal the bow a little bit more than most probably Mm -hmm. so what what happens is i'll end up with a couple of highs you know Mm -hmm. like if you look at any of my targets that i may have posted like you'll see a couple eight highs or seven highs, you know, mm-hmm. or even a six like high and ride or something, you know, but that's, that's about the biggest thing that I've noticed. Um, Cause healing the bow is just, just natural to me. So I'm getting it figured out, but it's just, it's just taking a bit and I may take some tape or something to mess with it, but mm-hmm. and I'm too lazy for the water weld stuff. I, sh- I should play with it a lot. <laughs> Did you, um, I, I noticed, so you sent me that picture today. Um, what's a beautiful color, by the way, on that riser. Um, and I noticed you're still, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a real nice, um, it's a real nice color. Let me pull this picture up quick. I want to, hold on one second. Oh, oh, where'd it go? I know I sent it. I airdropped it to my lap, to my uh, laptop, but I'm not seeing it. Um. I I I want to sh- I just wanted to show the pick if I could there it is, um, because your 
you're still running it looks like a little bit of a, a lower here it is i'm going to share this for everybody a little bit of a lower anchor um I, maybe it's not maybe it just looks lower and it's not um what a great bow arm though dude um but anyway so where's your anchor at right here with your with your index or how how are you anchoring right there yeah, so basically I'm using my index finger and my middle finger and I'm splitting the lower jaw or the lower bone on my jaw. So my index is like in between your, you know, where you okay. can feel your teeth. Yeah. Um, meet your jaw, like in your gum. And then my yeah. middle finger is uh, slightly underneath that, kind of curled up underneath it a little bit. Okay. It's the same anchor that I had before, I think. Okay. Uh, after playing with it so much, I'm, I'm not 100%, but. It feels pretty comfortable, um, so I don't know. My hook has changed a little bit too, just just because I've changed over tabs playing with stuff and. Gotcha. Uh, what uh, what tab are you using? I'm shooting a Yoast right now, mm -hmm. and I, I I bought the I think it was a Jaeger. Um, I think he's like rebranded some of it, or I'm not really sure how it works. Oh, the, how, how the Artemis works. thing with the back yes, on it. Yep. Yep. Because I wanted the finger spacer. Um, it seems like a pretty big deal for me because that sniper had a really nice thin metal finger spacer and it never felt like I was searching or it never felt like my hand would move up on the tab or down low on the tab. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a pretty big deal to me, but I haven't, this Jaeger one I've cut up and chopped up pretty badly. And so I haven't even been able to actually use it anymore, but, uh, the normal Yoast seems to work okay for me. I mean, it, mm -hmm. it works fine. I just got to pay attention to what I'm doing, you know. I'll tell you, I mean, if you look at a lot of our European friends, they all shoot a finger spacer. Everybody does. Uh, most, most definitely do. Um, and I always, it always was something that intrigued me a little bit as well. And I know the purpose of the finger spacer from an Olympic recurve standpoint. Um, and there i could see where there could definitely be benefits of 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 having one in there but at the same time i think if you depending on how you kind of strap your fingers to the tab um it almost creates sort of a similar a similar fashion if those everything's real solid so i, sure. I mean to each other 100 yeah, yeah. I, well i'll tell you the problem that i kind of ran into with the three fingers in the tab because i played with that too i think yeah. i might have watched your video or 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 somebody's on putting the thing, threading it through there. Yeah. Um, that actually worked super good. The problem is maybe I have super short thumbs or my crawl oh, is just your so crawl? big. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is not easy. You get, no. you can get, if you stick with it, you can get adjusted to it. It's just a mobility issue with your thumb because you're not yeah. used to it. But after, over time, I had the same problem. Over yeah. time you you will be able to get it if you choose to stick to it i ended up going away from the three finger strap to a thicker more robust single finger strap as as opposed to the cord that comes on the yoast yeah and i feel like that that did everything i needed it to do made it really stable the tab doesn't move around and it's but it's thick like i'm talking probably three quarters of an inch or more wide because it's so thick and then you can make it nice and tight and it just doesn't go anywhere. So I just, it's kind of like the happy place between the two because putting the three finger tab on in between ends is such a pain in the yeah. butt. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh God, it's like because you have to get it on. Like you're like you're walking back. You have to make sure. And then God forbid you forget, or you know, like how many times do we get discombobulated? Like, oh, I gotta go shoot. And then you're like rushing to try to throw a tab on. So I moved away from that. But it does feel it feels super, super, super good. So I can see why you would want to play around with that. Um that's good. So you looks like you're shooting fat arrows again. I think you did last year. Did you 23s last year? Yep, I shot the Black Eagle PS 23s. What are you shooting yep. this year? I'm shooting a VTAC. Um, really, I just, you know, I, I had both of them, and I just kind of played with both of them back and forth, and I can actually get those Black Eagles to fly really well still, but mm-hmm. um, I got into a weird, you know, and I'm not sure if I'm just a, a terrible tuner or what, but my arrows ended up being – I've had to, I had them cut them down a ton, you know, and I'm not shooting a bunch of weight up front. Like last year I did shoot, I shot like 170 up front mm-hmm. and um, I just didn't really want to anymore because it seemed like they lobbed in there. You know, I know it didn't look like it, like on video or anything, but they were slow. They were yeah. super slow. So I tried mm-hmm. to get down to a lighter arrow, but these VTACs actually tuned. This is what I feel like may be the best tune that I've ever had as far as at 20 yards. Not that I think personally mm-hmm. it matters hugely at 20 yards um, just yeah. because of my setup last year, but uh, these seem to be shooting really well. They're 480s and I've got them cut like 30. I think I've got them cut to like 30 and a quarter from knock to carbon from like throw to the knock to the carbon. And your point in the middle or below six o'clock? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hold um, six o'clock gold. Six o'clock gold. So yep. 23 um, series, 170, you said? Yeah, I've got 120 on the front of these. 120 plus a, yeah. plus a what, like a brass insert or something? No, 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 170 is what I ran last year. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, I yeah, understood yeah, what yeah, you yeah. said. Okay, gotcha. Nice. <clears throat> Big crawl then. That short, yeah, I've got to um, crawl a little bit more. Yeah, and honestly, if I could go like um, – you know, last year I almost had to double crawl with that sniper tab. Like I tied my lower knocking point on like yeah. over a quarter of an inch long. Yeah. And so I could have enough room to make a crawl. Um, but yeah, you know, the further the crawl, the more I like it because you really? really, yeah, because you can get that arrow like right in front of your eye. Yeah. The closer you get it on your eye, the way easier it is to aim. Yeah. For I guess me, there's, some, for me. there's definitely some. I think there's some validity to that. I know for me, the further I crawl, I smack the you-know-what out of my nose. And I can't stand it. I can't stand it. That and I don't like, I don't like that pressure on that bottom finger. That, that, you know, because it's only, it's not a lot, you know, probably like 45, 45, like 10-ish on that bottom finger. But like, the further down you go on the crawl, the more awkward that that angle feels on that finger on your hook. Um, and yep. I do shoot it. I shoot a pretty deep hook. And um, it's so I just I'd prefer to have as I like to have my crawls, whether it's for outdoor or target um, as close somewhere within like a half inch to an inch of each other. I don't want it to be too, but that's just personal preference. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. it's, it's everybody. Everybody's got their own way to break that down and whatever works best for you is absolutely you got to run that that's you know there's no like one size fits all in barebow that's for sure yeah i mean and you you proved that last year winning with a 
with a what like a 21 or 24 inch riser i don't even know what you had 20 you didn't have a you, you had a no a no it was light, a 25 right? was it a 25 it was a light. oh well, it was that's right yeah. it was the it was the cd light that's what it was right it, it's like that it's not as heavy as the other ones right yeah yep yeah so i mean so you 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 prove that you don't have to have like the heavy the big huge heavy bow or you don't have to have all this fancy stuff like you definitely made some changes how do you how do you feel now that you have a year of last year had to be a little bit nerve-wracking because it was like your one of your first big indoor tournaments actually it might have been your first big indoor tournament i'm not sure um yeah now you're you have a, a year under your belt you've shot more um like are you calmer are you more nervous because you're you're coming in as the previous champ or do you feel like you've learned a lot over this this past year gotten to know you know how things happen and you're going in maybe maybe with an upper hand compared to with all that previous experience how do you feel right now going in one week out from from this tournament um, I, I don't really feel more nervous or, or more calm. I feel pretty much the same. Uh, I mean, a little bit, you know, like obviously I want to go there and do well, but, sure. um, you know, I mean, so, so there's that a little bit, you know, but like, as far as, um, I'm, I'm definitely not more calm because I think last year I was super calm because I literally just went <clears throat> just to shoot, right. and just to shoot you know, like there was no, nothing in behind it and same way this year, but I know now I know that I could pretty do fairly well. So mm. I get, I guess there, there's that, you know, so I think it'll make it a little bit tougher, but, but then again, maybe knowing what's going on and how things are done may make that that much easier because really last year I had no idea. Like I just kind of followed the crowd and walked around and was pretty well lost like just same way at Vegas, you know, I was like, yeah. I just had no your idea. Vegas experience was definitely not the normal experience. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it was, it was uh, yeah. different. That was for sure. And that wasn't terrible. I mean, no, but if you guys want to, you guys, I'm not, we won't dive into details, but go watch the episode from a year ago or not quite a year ago um, where we talk about the classic and then Vegas and his journey to get to Vegas and everything that was going on there. But yeah. Um, yeah, and that stuff can happen. I think, I think you bring up a very good point. And we talk about this for people who are new shooters coming to the classic is overwhelming because it's, it's so it's such a unique tournament and it's the biggest, it is the biggest bare bow. In my opinion, people out there can agree or disagree. doesn't matter. It's the, it's the biggest, platform of a tournament that highlights everything barebow and when you come there you see all these people and everyone's right in front of you and you're shooting on the you can go on the shooting range any one of the practice ranges and be shooting with anyone like all of all of the all of the shooters from compound to olympic to barebow like you can go literally and shoot next to anyone watch anyone talk to anyone with and the facility is so big so i think there's pros and cons coming in from someone like yourself like because you're like you know where everything's at you know where the food is you know where the bathrooms are you know where the practice ranges are you know the the scheme of ever set up and registration all that stuff's easier now oh yeah no and that's that can be an overwhelming thing when you first come into a tournament 
you get all like, you're like, where do I keep my bow? Where do I go here? Where's this? What's that? But then on the same token, you know, you also, and we've talked about the whole expectation thing and stuff. Like you have to deal with those, that internal struggle a little bit. You know what you're capable of. We all know what you're capable of and you're going to come there and you're going to shoot amazing. But it's that like for others juggling they don't they don't know how to put those together and, and and separate that moment once you get up to the shooting line, you know. Um I've seen you shoot. I know what you're capable of and you're one hundred percent gonna freaking blow it out of the water. I'm not worried about that in any way, shape, or form. I think it's just awesome that, you know, you've had some opportunities come up, you know, and with Hoyt, for example, I mean that that bonus, the bonus that they're putting out there. Yeah. That's, that's an insane amount of money. I've I've never seen any other any company put that type of money where their mouth is for their shooters and for a non-shooter. Anybody can go out get that bow and be and and all of the Hoyt equipment be available. You know what I mean? But um, so as I guess, go ahead, go ahead. ahead. I guess that's the same for for so you can use that XD and the the GMX three. Any current line riser and limb combination. And the bare bow weight. That's a that's a crucial part of that as well. Yeah. Um, I ordered that immediately. <laughs> Honestly, how do you like as soon it? as I heard that. How do you like Man, it? You know, I ran a weight for outdoor nationals that was super similar. Um, that I just had a buddy of mine make. And uh and honestly, I only did that because I seen Dimmer using a, a weight similar to that. And I was like, Man, maybe there's something to it, you know. And I played with it a little bit and I like the offset and everything. And so I got that weight weight in. And man, it's like, to be real honest, I don't know anything like really about it, mm-hmm. but I know that there's something in it that dampens it. Yeah. And, and it was, I'm not a real gear guy as far as bow stuff goes, you know, yeah. but I, I happen to really like it. Um, I do run a weight behind the bow right now. I got like 12 ounces on the backside of the grip. Yeah. But other than yeah. that, man, I got it to shoot really really well and i was able to really kind of fine-tune a couple of things with it yeah. so to answer your question I, I liked it yeah that's good man i'm glad to hear that that the yeah. that weight was a is a combination of john's john demmer is the first person to show up with a disc weight credit to john we had john showed up with a disc weight probably three or four years ago um and then i had the idea of of making one but i said to like it was a, a parent a parent of one of my shooters at the time and i said hey i said but i want to be able to move this thing and just just in case in case it has to get moved different or if i put it on the bottom and i want to slide it up a little bit further or or whatever and i said can we can we make it first the first initial idea was multiple holes and then you could like take it out move it screw it back in and i was like but if it's the right material and you don't, it's done right. It should be able to, you should be able to slot it. And then we did that. And, and that's what I shot for. I don't know ever. I mean, since probably 2020, I think started shooting a, a disc weight. And then Doug, Doug would, Doug Denton would walk over and pick up her bows. Like, why are you, why are you guys the only ones that are shooting these disc weights? I was like, well, feel it. There you go. You know, and this is what you can do with it. And because it's flat, it gives you more play to go left and right to change the pressure point on the bow. And that could be a thing for you with the grip. 
you know, it's yeah. not it's not so much the grip itself as it is the position of the weight. If you just put that weight right in the middle, your p- pressure point might change because your hands are going to be different than my hands. Your bone structure, your alignment is going to be different than mine. They might not line up at all in any yeah. way you perform. So you can take that weight and shift that thing back and forth to where that puts that pressure point right in the middle of the grip so that you are more consistent. And, um, and then Doug, you know, we took that idea to Doug and Doug was like, Hmm. And then we talked about, Hey, how can we make it multiple weights, one package, multiple weights. And Doug came the dampening thing. That's their patent technology that they use. That's, that's a, something that they've been doing for a long time and other stuff. This just happens to be the very first barebow weight that has the dampening technology inside of it. Um, it was noticeable. Yeah, I, I'm excited to hear that because, um, you know, it's there's only I, I don't know how many people I see them online, but I haven't really had an opportunity to talk to anybody that was shoot, shooting them. So um, it's nice to hear other people's opinions. And we all we played a role in the development of that and the GMX three and 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 stuff. But, yeah, it's I'm excited that that you're having good results with all of it. That XD is an amazing shooting bow. So oh, what's this? figures fire call and i'm sitting on a sitting on a uh a podcast it's a smoke smoke in a commercial building well i am committed to this and all of you so i'm not gonna go and i'm putting myself out of service right now so just so everyone knows hopefully it's a non-emergency and everybody's okay um that's see now i'm distracted because i want to go in this fire call right now um <laughs> but i can't it's it is what it is um so let's talk practice. And that's the one thing I want to talk to you about. You have a unique mm-hmm. setup. I know at least you did last year. What does your practice schedule look like over these last few, this last month or so? Yep. So I really, I shot quite a bit here, uh, probably a month and a half ago. Um, shot really heavy actually. And then I haven't really took a break, but just have had a lot of things like December's or our busiest time of the year for sure at work so i'm committed to like 12 or 14 hours a day for that so yeah. i didn't really get to go in early and shoot over there and it's been super cold here so like i've got to actually i got a shop here that i've had a piece built onto it to where i can shoot inside here but mm-hmm. the shop is just is too big to try to heat i found mm-hmm. and so i need some like radiant heaters or something but uh so as far as my practice like i've been I've, I've really ramped it up like over the past couple of days now. Mm-hmm. So I've really started shooting a bunch, but I probably should have done this like three weeks ago. <laughs> I feel like, but I'm not going to say I haven't shot as much as I did last year, but I haven't had the quality, like the, the amount of time to do it. So like last year I would shoot for maybe an hour in the morning, like a good solid hour, you know, 45 yeah. minutes to an hour, which is really plenty of time to get in a, quite a few arrows, you know, yeah. not just arrow count, but just good arrows. Um, and now in the mornings, you know, I might have 20 minutes. So I, I, I really don't have time to get warm or anything, you know. Um, but like I went to the range today and I shot up there for like four hours. Oh, wow. So I, I scored two rounds and then, or I done a couple of practice ends and I scored two rounds and then uh, they were terrible. And so I just practiced again, but, uh, other than that, that's, they weren't terrible. They just weren't where I wanted them to be at. Right. Um, but yeah, 
yeah, I was definitely struggling a little bit. And oh, and another thing too, actually, whenever I got there and scored those two rounds, I just checked everything on the bow afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I've actually never aligned the limbs on this bow. I have no idea what it looks like. I'm gonna probably do that in the morning. Oh, that might be wise. <laughs> no, yeah, but I don't. I don't think that's gonna make a difference for me right now because it seems close, I guess. But um, I had those the limb alignment bolts. Like yeah. I said, I've never checked the bolts in any of it. Yeah, and I, I probably should have. But I I went to, or no, I shot and I heard something rattle, and I ha- hadn't been able to find it in a couple of days. And that's that's what it was. It was one of those bolts um up there in the top of the limb pocket that pushed the limb over so yeah i should have should have played with that a little bit more well it's a good thing you have you know a couple days yet before you have to leave so you'll be all right (laughs) what are you coming what what are you going to be flying in are you flying or driving flying yeah i'll never drive to pennsylvania again that was terrible (laughs) especially this time of year with this with the crazy weather like Pennsylvania's weather is bipolar as it comes. So it's, it's, you know, you never know what you're going to get years ago. I think it was, uh, I want to say 2016 or 2015. We had the classic, what they had, what they called snowmageddon. And we got a ridiculous amount of snow the weekend of the classic. They canceled like the last day of shooting and like they, they didn't do some shoot ups. Like it was like people were trapped in Pennsylvania for, a period quite the period of time afterwards like it was crazy so hopefully we don't have any of that stuff happen but um you're coming in what when wednesday i'm gonna leave yeah i think we were supposed to leave wednesday but i think they changed it so i'm gonna be leaving at five o'clock in the morning on thursday morning so i should be there we should be there in in that airbnb thing by before noon i would imagine good and then hopefully what what line are you shooting Friday noon. Questions. Friday noon. No, I think I think my wife registered me, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you get to show up, you get the practice range, you can go and and get all kinds of volume in because you get like you get excited once you get there and you get to the practice range and everything's like it's just it's a different feel. Even on the practice yeah. range, it's a different feel. So oh that's that's Pager again. Um no, and then you get to you get to you'll get in a whole bunch of volume of arrows, and you'll get to see all the people that you you wanted to see, and hang out with people and stuff, which is really cool. So that's probably one of the, I, again, like I'll be down. I'm obviously not shooting this year. I will be down, and I'm excited to see everyone. It's one of the things that I think is just like the the coolest thing about the whole the whole community is like we just all it's so much fun to hang out and see people and which reminds me, I will be taking slow motion video of you shooting uh, in person instead of doing it remotely like we did last winter. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, we're going to be doing that for Hoyt. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be working with Steve Anderson doing some, uh, s- some video and social media stuff specifically for Hoyt or Barabow. So you'll uh you'll be part of that just so you know you're being you're being voluntold that you're doing it (laughs) um anyway i think that's pretty good i think we covered uh everything we needed to cover i'm looking forward to hanging out with you and and catching up uh in lancaster here in in a in a week or so and um i think that's it man safe travels coming up i'm excited for you i think you're gonna have a you're gonna have a stellar year are you shooting nfa indoor it, yeah, is that um is that in Kentucky again? 
I'm not going to lie. I assume it is. I should check. So I'm, yeah, and I'm super spur of the moment on everything I do, no matter what, unless my wife plans it out. So, too funny. you know, if you can register the day beforehand. Yeah, um, yeah it looks I'm like it's in, the, it's in Louisville. Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably go. Wait, hold on. Tournament, no. Um, let me see here. 24. Yeah, it's in Louisville. March 15th yeah. through 17th. If I am fully recovered by then, I even though probably as ugly as sin, if I can go, I'm going to go because I'm dying to shoot right now. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't been able to touch a bow in quite some time. So it's it's driving me up a wall. Um, I needed the break, but it's definitely uh, hopefully I can make it. If not, so you're going to do target nationals this year too that's oh in yeah texas. that's in texas it's not sweet yeah nobody else is probably going to go because it's in texas but <laughs> you're not I'm, wrong. I'm, I'm, happy about it. I'm happy about it i man. think we're gonna shoot some uh a bunch of 3d but um i had a really good time at that at that one last year yeah. um up there with y'all i mean that was you know i've never shot a 50 meter tournament ever we just me and jeremiah played with it around at home a little bit you know and yeah. um that was a blast. That was that was super fun. Yeah, that's a that's a great tournament. It's it does suck. It's in Texas. I don't know what the attendance is going to be like for that tournament. Um, with it being down there, but I mean, it is regardless. It's it's definitely a fun tournament. It's one of our favorite tournaments of the year for sure. I'm not. I don't love indoor nationals. Are you shooting indoor target nationals also? Yeah, yeah, probably so. Where well, where are you going to shoot that at? Oh, you're talking about the, you know, I'm not sure because I don't have any USA archery indoor. You, yeah, because yeah. that's all remote. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got. I think I've either got to go to like Iowa or something, mm. or um, or like College Station, Texas, and both of them are like seven or eight hours away. Oh, um, yeah. I I might go do it somewhere, but I'd have to. I'd like to shoot them both in one day because I think you've yeah. got to shoot two rounds or something. Yeah, that's that was the way to do it. That was the problem last year is I couldn't get a hold of a way to do it. Right. I would have went. I would have drove to one of them and did it. But I mean, really, it's probably a good thing I didn't because I showed up to indoor nationals and it was pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. it's yeah. I think there's there's definitely some benefit to shooting both rounds in one day. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah, um, for sure. But because you can you can hit that groove and just roll right into that second sixty arrows. Um, if you, some people like to shoot the both days. When we go to Virginia, I know we've always shot both days, but it's definitely um, there's definitely something to be said there. The young lady I just did the that barebow news episode. The young lady who broke the U eighteen record. She shot a five twenty nine or five twenty seven. That's Ava Jones. Is her name. That's what she did. Yeah. Shot him. Bang, bang. And I was like, yep. there's, there's some, there's something to that. I, I think there's, I think there's some validity to that. If you're somebody that's used to shooting high volumes of arrows, it makes sense. And it's a strategical thing. It makes sense to just bang it all out and, and, you know, stay warm, keep going, run right through, you know, pack food, be ready, you know, be, you know, whatever. Oh, it was not like um, NASA, they used to make it to where we could do it, you know, shoot both rounds in one day. Yeah. So, you know, that was awesome. And oh, th yeah. I think now, 
I don't think they've done that at all in the past two years over there, but that was, that was pretty sweet, especially for people traveling. You know, it just makes everything a little bit easier on everybody. Take a, a, one less day off work or, you know, you get a full yeah. day to drive there, full day to drive back. So that's yeah. always nice. Yeah. I, I'd love to get to an ASA. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe this year's the year. Um, haven't got to one. I'll probably shoot Barbo. I'm missing, missing Barbo right now. My wife's texting me about the fire because my son went to the fire. And all these fire trucks are driving by my house right now. <laughs> uh, smoke. It's, I don't know. I, I haven't seen any updates. So I didn't I didn't I didn't pull up the app because I'm not going. And if I pull it up, then I'm gonna be like distracted listening. <laughs> I'm already distracted with the fire trucks going by. We we all know the story about Target Nationals from a few years ago. Fire trucks, that's what happens with me. So it's kind of hard, but we we are at the end and it's all good and and no worries there. Um well I think we pretty much covered it all. I think there's definitely some excitement with you being part of uh, Team Hoyt. And I know Doug Denton is is uh, super pumped for, for what your future is going to be like, man. So just keep the pedal to the floor and we'll see you this week. And I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be exciting. We definitely got to get a big photo. Remember that, too. So when you make sure you have your your shooter shirt on no Kubota shirts this year no matter what I'm just... <laughs> probably <laughs> one on now oh uh, yeah well I mean you probably one on now. yeah you you live in those they're free man they're yeah free. what are you gonna do yeah <laughs> they're free it's good advertisement for them so all right man well we're gonna we're gonna call it out there's not a whole not really any questions or anything just some viewers and people saying good luck and see you next week and stuff like that so we'll um We'll catch up this week and safe travels and we'll see you soon. All right. Cool, man. See you. Awesome. Thank you so much. See you guys. Everybody have a good night.